Hey folks, Andrew Packer here and welcome to Trading Tips. In today's video, let's talk about Disney and their newest program, Disney Plus. Ticker for Disney is DIS. The company almost needs no introduction. Pretty much everyone knows Mickey Mouse, who's celebrating his 90th birthday this year with Steamboat Willie, or the theme parks, where I spent a lot of time there growing up, a lot of other people did, and it's one of those fond shared memories where we have nostalgia, and even our parents and grandparents have that too, and it really brings families together. Uh, they're a huge entertainment conglomerate, and they own a lot of different things that a lot of people don't even necessarily know about. But they've been very active in recent years, acquiring new and different properties from Pixar, uh, Marvel with all the superhero movies, Lucasfilm where they've been putting out new Star Wars movies, and even uh, they just completed 20th Century Fox. So the alien from Aliens is actually now technically a Disney princess. I mean, it's just a huge content library that they have. Uh, plus theme parks and you know, plus other entertainment properties and even a cruise line. So there's a lot going on here. So the question kind of becomes, why are they going into streaming now? And I think to look at that, you have to look at one of the company's other sources of revenue. It's been a huge source, but it's also been one that kind of gets the least talked about. And that's ESPN, the company's sports franchise. Now, for decades, if you were paying a cable bill, you would be paying like $40, $50 a month and griping about it. But the fact of the matter is, a little bit of that bill would go off to Disney. Because when you have a bunch of cable channels bundled together, all of the different channels they get a little bit of that cable bill each month. That's, that's how they make their money in addition to having commercials and being able to sell that content as well. So for decades, ESPN has been a huge and secret source of profits for Disney. But over the past few years, people have been merging off of cable. They've been going on to more streaming sites. They've been signing up for Netflix and Amazon Prime and you know, they've gone on to Hulu, which has gone from a free service to a paid service. And now there's a, an abundance of streaming sites out there. So with Disney Plus, Disney's going to be able to get in on the plan. Now typically over the years, whenever Disney's been selling one of its movies or something else, they've always managed to get a pretty good premium. So a lot of folks were expecting Disney to do the same thing and charge a pretty hefty monthly price for all of the various video content that they're going to be putting out on the new Disney Plus system. But they've already announced that they're planning to just start at $7 a month. And that's actually one of the lowest prices in the streaming world. If you're looking at Netflix, they just raise their prices. They're in the $10 to $12 range. If you're getting Amazon Prime Video, you've got to be on Prime, and that's going to be $10, $12 a month minimum. And the lowest you can get for Hulu or CBS All Access is $6 a month, but that's with ads. So the Disney proposition right now looks like a really good value add. Not only that, they've also announced that while they're launching this, they're not only going to have all of their old content of old cartoons and old movies, they're going to be working on some specific channel-only programming, some TV shows set in the Marvel Universe and some of these other interesting things. So as a result of this announcement, the market has been incredibly bullish on the stock. Shares were trading around 115 before the announcement, and then they went up to about 130 immediately after. And that's a pretty good move. Now, the question we want to ask ourselves is, you know, is this a good buy from here? And I think possibly, but I also think the market may have overreacted for a bit here. After all, it's assuming that the company is going to be add billions of dollars to its bottom line every year once the streaming service is up and running. But Disney really only sort of gave numbers for, you know, kind of its initial rollout and for its five-year plan down the road where they hope to. And a lot of things can happen along the way that are pretty bumpy. Now, this isn't necessarily going to bankrupt the company. Nothing bad like that's going to happen. But any possible setback, plus the continued decline of the 
value in the ESPN franchise and its cable business, that's going to weigh against some of the, the good news that we're seeing over here as well. So looking at what Disney's doing right now, I think it's, it's entering a new trading range that's going to be in the 130 to 135 area at the top, and it's probably going to be around you know, 120 or maybe even 115 on a you know, particularly bad market sell-off that's you know, not the company-specific fault, but it's just the next time the market falls 10 or 15%, it might go down that much as well. So right now, it's, it looks like it's just setting a new range, and it's probably near the top of that range for now. Let's give the market time to digest the news, let some of this bullishness wear off, and then look to buy shares of the company at, at 120. It's a great company. It's a powerful business of franchises, and they've spent the last few years building up their content to a huge level where they control almost 40% of the box office in terms of all of the number of new movies coming out. They're now their own biggest competitor. And if they get too much bigger in that space, you know, they're going to cannibalize ticket sales from one movie for people going to another. So you know, growing into the streaming space, it's a good move for them. And because Hulu is partially owned by Disney, along with a lot of other media companies, they have some experience already. So I think this rollout can go pretty well, maybe just not necessarily as well as the company's planned. Now, as a big blue chip company, I'm not expecting shares to double or triple from here. But I think if you buy at a reasonable price, and then when it gets to kind of the top of its trading range, if you look to maybe take some profits, do some covered call writing or a strategy like that, make a little extra percentage points here or there. Shares get down to the 120 or 115 range, you know, look to sell some put options as a way to potentially get into the trade even cheaper. Remember, a lot of these big blue chip companies will spend a lot of time just trading in in kind of these sideways ranges before setting a new range. Over the past five or six years, 115 was really the peak of Disney share. Before it hit 115 earlier this year, ahead of the announcement, it's been hitting 115 periodically, you know, last year, 2018, and as far back as 2013 when Frozen came out. So it's had a number of years where it's just been in this 100 to 115 range. So that's why I'm making this prediction that it's really just going into a new trend. It's not going to go parabolic. It's not going to triple on you. But there's still a huge opportunity to, to buy at the low end of the range and sell at the high end of the range. And if you keep making these small profits over and over again, you're going to get great returns. Or if you just want to own shares of a great company at a good price, 120 is your target point here. So that'll wrap things up for this edition of Trading Tips. Until next time, I'm Andrew Packer wishing you good trading and good financial health.